Thank you for joining us to hear today's message. At Faith Assembly, our passion and purpose is loving people to life in Christ. To find out more information, visit our website, faithnewcumberland.com. Mark chapter 4 this morning. Mark chapter 4. I'm tackling a, a tricky question, and we're going to just kind of approach it a different way today. It's kind of that, that universal question. Maybe people you've talked with or you've had conversations with, people, whether they're believers or they're agnostic or they don't believe in any God, and they eventually come to this question, why do bad things happen to good people? You know, how many have had that conversation? How many have had that question? You just like look at them like, uh, I don't know, because the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me. This I know. The Bible tells me so. You know. And you get caught off guard or, you know, I, let me just give you some advice. If someone asks you a question you don't have the answer to, just say, I don't know, you know? It's okay. You don't have to be the answer man. You know, I'm the answer man. And sometimes people see, well, you're a Christian. You should know all the answers. Well, I'm not God, you know? <laughs> I love Jesus, and I know who has all the answers, and I'll point you to his word, and we can kind of talk through this together. But sometimes there's just things you walk through. It's like... There's just no easy answer, right? There's no pat answer. You can get, well, there's, here's a formula, and once you memorize this, you just walk through anything in life. So, But there are some answers. There are some solutions that we want to talk through today. But let, let me just give you take that weight off your shoulder, because I know as, as Christians, we feel like someone's going to ask me this question. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know. I, I haven't memorized this answer, and, you know, I have to memorize all of the right answers. Just, you know, have a conversation. Listen to them. The main thing people want, want you to, to respond to is they want you to hear their story. They want you to hear their questions and not just shut them down. Like, oh, that's a stupid question. Why would you even ask that? God loves you. you know. Well, that's not a stupid question. That's something that they're wrestling with. So listen to them. Why, why, you know, why is that question important to you? Maybe you, you, you ask follow-up questions. Or, you know, what, what are you wrestling with? What have you gone through? And, well, man, my, my grandfather just died, and he was the most special person in my life. And, man, he, all he did was do good things for people, and now he's dead. And why would God do that? Well, tell me more. What, what did he do? What was your grandfather like? And you just, you know, and don't feel like you have to say, you know, give some, you know, Bible answer like, well, it says in his word that uh, all things work together for the good. You know, that might be an appropriate time where you say that, but, you know, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So uh, we're going to look at this idea, asking for a friend. It's kind of a, a little mini series we're doing. And it's tackling some questions and, and kind of blaming it on our friends. You know, have you ever asked a question? And hypothetically speaking, you know, and you're asking a parenting question, but you don't want them to know it's about you. So it's like, hypothetically speaking, there's a, there's a little boy, and he's about seven years old, and, you know, he's got, got, just imagine maybe he has glasses on, and, you know, and he just kind of gives all these, they're like, yeah, you're talking about your son, and okay, let's hear about it. So that's what this is, series is about. It's kind of asking for a friend, you know, if I were to ask for a friend, uh, why do bad things happen to good people? Why, why does sometimes things just happen in life? And so that's what today is going to be about. Mark chapter 4. It says, on the same day, <coughs> excuse me, allergies. How many are loving allergy season? Now we were driving, just seeing the blooming flowers and the trees and... <coughs> And with that brings just all the allergy stuff. So I apologize if I sneeze and, and have to cough this morning. On the same day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us cross over 
to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose. Turn to your neighbor and say, a great windstorm. Not a little windstorm. A great Pennsylvania windstorm arose. And the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling, but he was in the stern. Man, I, I love this. Who was in the stern? Jesus. And what was he doing? He was snoring. He was asleep because Jesus snored. Amen. How many believe Jesus was a snore? <clears throat> Not that hypothetically speaking, if I were to, no. That's right. That's right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't admit to that. But if for say I struggle, you know, he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said, teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? Then he arose. He rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Jesus, help us today. Help us as we walk through life, as we face situations that aren't ideal, as we, as we encounter storms, as we, as we encounter conversations and have dialogue with friends and coworkers, and, and they're wrestling with some of these foundational questions and issues. Lord, I pray today that you'd speak by your Holy Spirit, speak by the, the, your living word of God to speak into our hearts that there are storms, but that Jesus, you are always with us at Jesus at the mention of your name at Jesus the peace will come the strength will come in the middle of any storm in Jesus name amen 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 number 1 if you're taking notes when stormy situations around surround us we often wonder as the disciples did if God cares they ask this question, teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? I like how the NIV says it's, teacher, don't you care if we drown? And it's the idea of the, the compassion or the care of God. And, and this is a lot of what people wrestle with. Well, if God's such a loving God, if he's such a compassionate, if he's such a caring God, why would this happen? Or why would he allow this to take place? And why would he allow that to take place? And it's tricky because we can, we can answer with, kind of reality while we live in a fallen world and we what things that we know to be true and well there was sin and evil that came in and there's brokenness and this humanity suffers and there's suffering but still in people's heart it's still hard to wrestle with seeing people struggle seeing innocent people die seeing people feeling like there's injustice in society and there's things that sometimes just take place that we don't understand the disciples are like don't you care that we are perishing sometimes we might ask that question I'm, I'm, I've been through storms before and there have been times where I've asked God don't you care that I'm going through this I mean don't you don't you realize the pain and don't you realize this you know this person man you know this happened and and um, uh, you know and don't you care God 
You know, this person was really special to me. I don't want to get into specifics, but man, as a pastor, there's been many people that have passed away in funerals and and sometimes, you know, they're they're elderly and godly. And you know, they're ready. You know, Edna was just so ready to meet Jesus. And and it was just neat to see just, God, thank you that finally you, that prayer has been answered and she wanted to be with you. But then there's sometimes there's people you just not there that you just didn't expect. All of a sudden, they're just not there. And man, why, God? Why would that happen? Don't you care? Don't you care about them? Don't you care about their family? And, and you wrestle with those. The disciples wrestle with God. Jesus, don't you care? We're going to drown here. So the question is, when life is falling apart, does God really care? And you can say, hey, I'm, I'm just asking for a friend. You know, does, does God really care when life is falling apart? Number two. When stormy situations surround us, we often wait for God to respond. We often wait for God to respond. And it says this in the story. There's a storm. The disciples are in there, but they're not alone. In fact, and this might wreck, might mess with some of your theology, but in fact, Jesus, you could say Jesus steered them into the storm, Right? Because it was nighttime, and he says, "Hey, let's go to the other side." You know, I'm not. We're not going to even tackle that. What does does God? You know, but but Jesus, he's in the boat. He's he's there, and this is taking place. And what are the disciples doing? They're like, "Well, let's just wake Jesus up, and what he can take care of it, and then we can have a you know, we can get to the next side." And sometimes in life, we 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 just like we're going to wait for God to do something. We're going to just wait. We're going to just, just you know, I'm just going to sit here and uh, just keep poking and prodding and, and just, I'm just going to wait for, for him to do it. And sometimes what Jesus is teaching the disciples is that, yes, I'm here, I'm in the boat, but would you have faith to believe that, that you can say, peace, be still. You can bring calm to these storms. And when I read this, I think of that question, you know, have you, have you ever, uh, you know, said to someone, are you sleeping on the job? You know, when I read that story and I see Jesus in the stern sleeping on a pillow, I think, is, do the disciples think, what, Jesus, you sleeping, sleeping on the job here, huh? Sleeping, sleeping on the job. They probably felt like Jesus had abandoned them. He didn't care. And they were waiting for him to respond. And so we might ask the question, well, when life is falling apart, will God respond? And you might just say, well, hey, I'm just asking for a friend. And if we stop there, it's really depressing. And we go home and like, I don't really know any answers. I guess the pastor said there's storms and Jesus, you know, is in the boat. And we wrestle. God doesn't care. I guess he doesn't care. And man, sometimes it's just, sometimes just, Life is hard, you know. All right, amen, let's go home. Jesus didn't leave it there, and there was a whole purpose and point to what he was saying here. And we see this in verse 39. It says, he arose. He rebuked the wind and the sea and, the st- and said to the sea, peace be still. The wind ceased. There was a great calm. But then he says, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no 
faith because this story happens after miracle after miracle and the story takes place. They've seen Jesus feed and they've seen Jesus restore sight. They've seen Jesus do this and and he's trying to help them with build their faith and you can, you know, trust me and believe me with God, all things are possible. When the storm hits them, they're like, Jesus, don't you know, are you going to do something in Jesus? And he's like, why are you so scared? Won't you have faith? Number three, when stormy situations surround us, we need to know that Jesus is always with us. Number one, he's always with you, even when you don't feel it, all right? We talk about this a lot. Emotions can really lead you astray. If you just feel like, well, I don't feel God's with me. I don't feel his presence. Man, there's plenty of times I don't feel like his presence. I don't feel like, but doesn't mean he's not there, right? Jesus is with you always. If you if you trust him to be your Lord and Savior, he is never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's never going to abandon you. You might turn your back on him. Sure. There might be a time where you just, man, I got this, Jesus, and I, I'm going to live in the world. I'm going to do what the world does, and well, I, don't feel, I don't feel him anymore. Well, man, you, you kind of rejected him. You've kind of closed your door and your heart to him. But Jesus is with us. His presence is with us. He's, he's, he's right there with us, and he has given us faith to stand strong through any situation. He's given us faith to stand strong through any situation. Doesn't mean the storms won't come, right? Because they were still in the storm. There was still a raging storm all around them. He didn't say, hey, come take your, take. He, he didn't tell the disciples, hey, come follow me and uh, your life is going to be peaches and green and, you know, and you're just going to have Cadbury eggs the rest of your life. You're just going to have a great day, you know. We talk about Cadbury eggs. All right, let me, let me get a vote again. Where are my Cadbury egg fans, huh? I tell you what. Thank you, Julie. You nice, right? Maybe it's a West Coast thing. You know, maybe it is. I know, but maybe I was should have been, you know. My parents were in the wrong place at the wrong time. But. <clears throat> and you don't like them? Oh, that's, there goes my... My theory is out the window. Stormy situations, bad things are inevitable. They are a part of life. Jesus faced them. His disciples faced them. We will face them. We are his disciples, right? We can't always avoid them. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. There's no easy way to explain it away. Sometimes it just happens, you know? We trust God. He's sovereign. He's in control, and, you know, there must be a reason. I don't always have all the reasons where I can say, well, this has happened and this is why. And oftentimes you can see the big picture down the road or God sees a big picture and we see things as like a little puzzle piece. We see that one piece, so why this piece? And then you step back and God can see the whole picture. And But Jesus teaches us that even though we can't avoid the storms, we can stand strong in the midst of the storm. I've talked to so many Christians that have gone through very stormy situations, like John and Brandon last week. Wasn't that so powerful hearing their testimony last week and and uh, just hearing about the the heartache of of you know um, 
infertility and miscarriage and God, I thought you wanted us to have a baby and just just the ups and downs of all the emotions and the, the devastation of this loss and that loss. And, but like so many others, the story last week was that if we did not have Jesus in our lives, I don't know how we would have made it through. <clears throat> Without Christ in our lives, we could not have made it. It doesn't mean there's not pain, right? It doesn't mean that the storms were easy or that they never existed. It means that Jesus was stronger than any storm that we face. It means that our faith in Jesus is unshakable no matter what life throws at us. About 13, I guess 13 years ago, man, time is flying by. I've shared this story many times. Maybe some of you haven't heard it, but a storm came out of the middle of nowhere for our life. I was 25. We had just been married about three years, and we had just started talking about maybe it's time to start having kids and you know, starting a family. And, you know, as a typical guy, I was just like, I was scared to death of having kids. You know, any, any men say, yeah, I was, I was like, I can never be a dad. You know, I'm just like, I know how I was as a little kid. And, you know, I just. So at 25, at that age, at that stage, we're, okay, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe we're ready. Maybe, you know, it's just, and all of a sudden, you sit down with a doctor and he says, well, you have cancer and we got to do these treatments and I don't think kids are in the cards for you and there's no way six months of chemo that you're going to be able to have, you know, reproduce children and all that. And it was just like, you know, you're going through life just like, man, life's good and this is good. And all of a sudden, the storm, sometimes there's storm storm clouds on the horizon and sometimes they just kick right up out of nowhere, right? And those are the tough ones when it's like when you see it in the distance, you can see it approaching, you can kind of prepare for it, but sometimes it just, you're in the sea of Galilee and it just picks right up. But no matter how weak and how sick I felt and how much, sometimes it was a struggle, the, the most powerful thing, and I tell people this, is I never felt God's presence more stronger. I never felt like, it was just, it was hard. It's hard to even even put into words, but I sensed his presence stronger in that period of my life than I did in any other period of my life. It didn't mean I didn't struggle, I didn't have hurts, and man, I was sick and lost my hair. Can you believe it? I lost my hair. You can't imagine me without hair, but just imagine me without hair, all right? Lost my eyebrows and... My, my license picture back then, Krista says, I look like a serial killer because I was just like, I look like a psycho. Like, <laughs> Q-tip boy. But, um, but I sensed the presence and the peace of God through that situation. And it was just like, I just, I just knew. Like, if that, if that was my last moment, I was all right with that. And I told Krista, I was like, I love you, honey, and we've, man, three years have been wonderful, and if this is it, then this is it, and we'll see each other in eternity type thing, and, but we know the story. I mean, 13 years later, I mean, cancer-free, we now have three beautiful kids and gifts of God, and 
But that was a storm we had to endure. We had to go through. And there might have been questions and, oh, God, why did this happen? And I don't remember asking too much of that, you know, just it just it was just life. You know, you just you hear people getting sick and cancer and no matter what you do or how healthy you feel you are. Sometimes it just can it can affect anybody. But God gave us peace and strength through that storm. Here's a, a weird action step I want to I want to give to you. I mentioned it last week, and I just, I've been thinking a lot about it this week. And I know there's a lot of cool things out there to go to the movies and see. And man, there's Avengers, and there's, there's all these movies. I have no idea what they are, but they're probably so cool to go see. But if you're going to do anything, would you go see the movie Breakthrough? And maybe you say, oh, I don't like movies, or I don't go. Then you can read the book, or you can listen to the book. I, list, I listened to the book this past week. Uh, of breakthrough. It's a story of, of uh, it's a true story of that, written by the mom, Joyce Smith. And it's a beautiful picture. It's a powerful reminder of the God that we serve. All right. And I don't want to give, give it all away, but she, she, she was faced with an insurmountable problem, a storm that just came out of nowhere. But she knew that God was bigger than that storm. And she cried out and she, she believed God to do the impossible. And God did. God did the impossible. Storms come. Man, sometimes storms come out of nowhere. Sometimes we can see the clouds coming and, and we can prepare for it. We can, we can hunker down. We can, but storms are going to come. But where is your strength come from? My strength comes from the Lord, my anchor is in him. So that no matter what storm you go through, that Jesus can give you strength and faith to stand strong in the storm. I remember there was a time when all the winds and the waves Threaten my life, you simply said, Peace be still. I remember there was a time when all the winds and the waves threatened my life, you simply said, Peace be still. And peace be still through the storms, through the rain. Peace be still through the fears, through the pain. Peace be still once again. Still times in all our lives when all the winds and the waves threaten our lives, you simply say, Peace be still. There are still times in all our lives when all the winds and the waves threaten our lives, you simply say. Peace be still. And peace.
singing songs and doing all this I, I don't I don't know I, I feel like the Lord wants to impress his word on our hearts in a deeper way and uh, I know for me music has always been a way God's really connected me and helped me remember things so it's just something he's been challenging me at so as as he gives me songs to sing I, I, I pray and believe that they'll help us to impress his word on our hearts that we can leave this place knowing that peace be still. Jesus calms the storms, that Jesus is with us. Jesus has given us faith that no matter what situation we face, maybe this week or this week coming, we're going to go through a situation or we're going to meet someone that's going through a situation. We can share the hope, the life, the truth that Jesus is our anchor. He's our source of hope. He's our source of, hope, of peace. He's our source of strength. So, Jesus, thank you today. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your hope. 
Lord, help us today to know that Jesus, you are our source. You are our strength. You are our anchor. You are our hope that we sang about today. That hope has a name, and his name is Jesus. No matter what we go through, Lord, help us to find our strength in you. Help us to put our faith and our trust in you. Help us to stand strong in the midst of any situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your day today.